Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Felix KL. And Felix, you are the founder of the Happy Buying Brain. And you're on the web at happybuyingbrain.com. You are an expert at neuromarketing. It's so great to have you on the show. Thank you for having me, Josh. I definitely appreciate it. I'm looking to having an excellent conversation with you. So how does someone get into neuromarketing? Absolutely. So uh, just a little uh, background on uh, myself in terms of my journey. So uh, we'll just run through a really quick uh, time lapse. So um, really what I started was um, about two decades ago. And initially, the aspiration was actually more towards the medical field, uh, more particular, actually optometry. So when you look at the term uh, neuromarketing, the neuro part comes from the neuroscience, which is the study of like the nervous system, um, primarily the brain. So a lot of that um, background came from, you know, my educational um, courses that I took and the background lied primarily in biological science and psychology. So um, during that time, I was going to school for those, uh, you know, two uh, disciplines there. I also got uh, more involved in terms of the business side of things with uh, more self-employment opportunities that uh, revolved around, you know, the industries of uh, finance, investments, and real estate. And uh, what that eventually led to was, uh, you know, getting involved in the tech industry. So, um, you know, that's something that I was there for nearly 10 years during that time. Um, and But what I seen was um, it was a perfect transition to near marketing because um, right now coming from the tech space, you know, AI and virtual reality yeah. are becoming a part of our everyday lives, right? So, um, you know, like right now, today, what I do see is that we're at the cusp of another tech revolution when it comes to the mass adoption of artificial intelligence in our lives. Uh, some examples are, you know, the chatbots that you're seeing more often now and also with uh, the voice commands uh, technology that you see in like the Surrey and the Apple, uh, Alexa and Amazon. So neuroscience is actually at the core of a lot of those innovations. And um, so those insights and research of how the brain works can also be applied to fields that are outside of technology. And uh, that's especially true when it comes to applying neuroscience to uh, marketing. So what we have today is the mass adopt- uh, adopting of AI technology will allow uh, neuroscience and marketing to become uh, popularized, uh, which you see um, happen when you have concepts associated with uh, trends become familiarized. So that's how you have you know, the combination of uh, you know, my educational background that lies in biological sciences and psychology. Yeah. And then you combine that with the, you know, 15 years plus in, in the sales and marketing world to uh, yeah. come to where we're at today. So you have some crazy valuable skills that, that sound, uh, they, they sound pretty compelling. Like, you know, I think we all want to know, uh, you know, how can we improve what we're doing and play into psychology of the uh, consumer today? So now it's great that you and I are chatting because 
uh, from the, on the consumer side of things, although you know maybe not you know in the uh, necessarily in the sales language side of things, but you know I've been studying and leading consumer behavior, and I'm wondering if mm-hmm. you would share your perspective or your point of view on how consumers have changed over the past, say, five, 10 years. Absolutely. So I think we've moved more into what we call emotional marketing. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's where uh, neuromarketing really comes into play. So uh, I'll describe it kind of neuromarketing as a high level, and then I'll make the segue into in terms of how it has impacted consumer behavior, you know, over the last uh, couple of years. So, um, you know, just to give you a high level uh, description of neuromarketing. So neuromarketing is this, um, you know, how the brain body uh, responds to uh, marketing stimuli, right? So we're applying cognitive psychology, evolution of biology to solving business challenges by taking a proven scientific approach to understanding the underlying mechanisms of the decision-making process that happens inside the brains of consumers uh, when it comes to buying. So once again, you know, a lot of these um, these reasons that uh, consumers buy, um, it uh, actually operates at the level uh, below the subconsciousness, but it influences up to 95% of the consumer's buying decisions. So these subconscious drivers, um, what they are is they're rooted you know, in, in a, lot of, um, a lot of its emotion, right? So being able to connect to um, the customers on that level is um, something that's really key right now, especially when there's so many brands out there. Like, how do you make your brand stand out? Yeah. Um, how do you grab their attention? And then how do you make your brand uh, memorable? And a lot of that starts by targeting your core messaging towards the primal brain, which um, wants information presented in a certain way in order for the persuasive power of your core messaging, let's say in your ads and your website and just your content overall, let's say even your logo so that, um, you know, it uh, reaches that uh, part of their brain and influences them to choose your product and services as the solution to their uh, pain points over, you know, your competitors. So if, say, for example, well, just for example, uh, my influence. Um, So what we do Mm-hmm. is, you know, we deliver that emotion of significance, right? And so right. Uh, our ideal client, and, and psychographically, what we know is that our ideal client is someone that's achieved some success in business, but mm-hmm. they're really not getting the recognition that right. maybe they feel like they should be getting. And they look at other people and they're like, I don't get it. Why is this person getting this recognition? And we're not. Like, I, you know, we're way more successful than they are, or I'm way mm-hmm. smarter than they are. And so that's the ideal person for us to work with because it's, you know, what we do is, is you know, being celebrated and seen in the media is not necessarily, it, it's not a meritocracy at all. It, mm-hmm. It's really about, um, you know, do you have domain expertise, but are you making yourself available and are you making that a priority to build your media brand so that's one thing that we're able to go and very successfully do that for our clients but um so if you're if you were up my influence and you kind of knew that like right. how would i how would i leverage that or how could i what would i do to communicate that absolutely so uh if you go back to the whole um premise of neuromarketing so you know we're targeting uh, the persuasive power of your content um, in terms of targeting the primal brain. So the primal brain, um, you know, the subconscious drivers that uh, really influences a uh, consumer to, let's say, buy or choose your brand over another. Um, you know, so the primal brain, the role of it is uh, through um, 
to ensure the survival and reproductive success of an individual. Mm. And it's guided by, you know, certain uh, factors that, um, that it looks to in order to achieve and to fulfill those, um, those primary states. So, you know, six of those um, drivers are, uh, you know, you have uh, survival, reproduction, um, mm -hmm. security, status is a huge one. So status is the one that you're looking to um, yeah. really impound on at that moment, right? So in your case, you know, you have the two aspects of um, uh, social proof and authority. So you're more in the domain of helping um, your clients build credibility, which is one of the core, let's say, primitive instincts that the primal brain looks to, you know, achieve and uh, fulfill and enhance. So... Um, that is one thing that actually, since, um, you know, humans are considered, um, you know, we're just creatures of our own habits and we are more of the, the herd mentality. Yeah. So that's why it plays in terms of, um, so the one aspect is you have the skills to execute the, the task, but the other one is how you mentioned, how do you get out there? How do you make yourself known? And how do you establish yourself as an expert? And that's where neuromarketing comes in to, um, you know, to help, uh, let's say, companies such as yourself, um, you know, bring people so that they do become known and they do become celebrity, uh, cele uh, celebrated. So, you know, just to give you an exa example, like luxury uh, brands, for example, their, um, their primary mission is to uh, target, um, to, to instill feelings of self-worth, acceptance, and obviously the high status that's associated with owning their um, luxury goods, right? So mm -hmm. in your sense, you'd be applying that same uh, paradigm so that your clients now elevates themselves to that status and that kind of notoriety in terms of their industry to be the go-to person. Yeah. So Felix, um, in your work now, um, you, you primarily work with small, medium-sized companies uh, right. and some larger ones mm -hmm. uh, in terms of uh, reviewing a lot of their messaging then? Well, I would imagine it starts a little bit further back by talking about who is the customer and what does right. the customer want? And then you come and say, what does the customer really want? Is that kind of where you, when you start working with a client, kind of how the process goes? Exactly. So what it does is, uh, you know, we like to obviously hop in a discovery call with them. We like to learn more about the business, the goals that they want to achieve, you know, what pain points that they're trying to solve, um, you know, what are some of the causes of those pain points and um, what have they tried to fix it? And more importantly, you know, how would their business look once those pain points have been solved? And um, there's also a flip side to that, like what, how would their business um, also be affected um, in the opposite way and the consequences that would persist if those, um, you know, those uh, problems continue to, to remain. So once we're able to identify, you know, a lot of those different uh, problems that they're having and also the roots of the problem with the the next step is to structure in terms of a strategy call. So that on that strategy yeah. call, we look to implement something that's a lot more tactical. And, um, and also that's a clear roadmap to, you know, providing, um, you know, the maximal or optimal solutions to solving those problems using a narrow marketing mm -hmm. approach. So, um, you know, that's our approach. And then, as you mentioned, we dive a lot deeper into that because what we want, what we're finding is, you know, a lot of people are structuring their core messaging so that uh, he speaks primarily to the to the actual logical part of the brain, but um, the way that the brain is actually structured is primarily into like three parts. So you have your primal brain, which um, so information 
So the, the main thing to understand is how information physically enters the brain. So a lot of mm-hmm. people think as you know, you're talking to another individual, is this going from, let's say my logical, uh, my cortex or logical part of the brain to the other person's logical brain, but uh, that's uh, something that actually does not work that way. So information actually is received through the brainstem, which is the base of the, the brain. So um, that's where the primal brain um, begins at. And uh, what it does is, as I mentioned, it filters information based on, you know, survival needs and reproductive needs, right? So, you know, being able to um, highlight yourself more in a, like a safe way, and that's through like your social proof and authority, that's something that the primal brain is really receptive to. And then once you're able to kind of pass through that gate, gatekeeper, the primal brain actually passes your core messaging onto the logical part of the brain for more of the rational processing that looks at like the facts, the data and so forth. So it's very important to structure your messaging in a way where it's uh, receptive to the primal brain and then it gets passed on to the higher levels of uh, brain processing, which is your cortex. And that deals with, once again, the logical part and the rational part of the, uh, the core messaging. Do you ever get someone who goes, oh, Felix, this is just a bunch of hooey gooey. People don't care about that. All they care about are the facts and figures, right? And the numbers Mm -hmm. are what sell. Right, yeah, we do get that. Uh, And that's when we explain to them that uh, it's very important to understand how the brain is structured. So that's why, um, you know, you have to construct your uh, or present your marketing stem by in a specific way where now it's actually brain friendly and receptive to um, how the brain actually likes to receive information. And just to give you an idea of like the types of companies that are actually using it, and that's always the, you know, using companies that are global or, you know, the gold standard in terms of highlighting, you know, authority and social proof at the highest level. So, um, you know, I'll provide a couple of examples. Is number one is uh, in 2017, Facebook created their own neuroscience uh, mm. center to study uh, oh, marketing. So. <laughs> So yeah. everybody if knows. You don't think Facebook's not using this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're then. totally mistaken. Yeah, if exactly. It's good enough for Facebook. It's probably good enough for you. Mm-hmm. And it's not just Facebook too. You have you know larger companies like um, Frito Lay's, for example. So Frito Lay's yeah. is a chips company owned by Pepsi. So obviously, you know, people drink either Pepsi or Coke. Um, so they know that as a major popular brand when it comes to cola. So they used it when they're looking to um, you know gain greater market share into their female audience. So at that time the Frito-Lay's chip was actually packaged in like a shiny style of uh, bag. And what they found was when they're actually doing brain studies tests with their female participants was that um, their shiny packaging was actually activating a region of their brain that was associated with guilt. So, um, you know, they didn't want to associate their chip brand with the feeling of guilt. So what they did was they redesigned their, um, their packaging from a shiny package to a more of a matte style uh, finish. So that new uh, redesigning of the matte style bags actually reduced the uh, level of activation in that same brain region. So now, you know, the level of guilt associated with the guilt with their uh, brand um, significantly was reduced, but now they were able to create a positive association between their uh, chips brand to the female audience in terms of, you know, chips being um, or their chip brand being a viable option as a snack and that greatly uh, increased their sales. So that's the second example. You know, I can provide one more example that's actually a lot more quantitative and that's uh, Campbell's soup. So I'm pretty sure you've had Campbell's soup, right? So that's like, uh, like everybody has had Campbell's soup during that time. 
So they were um, looking to increase their sales as well. So this is like probably around the 2009s, 2010s. So they changed their soup label and added, uh, made it more humanistic, you know, some added some motion to it, put a human face on it. Um, we really want to uh, appeal to the five senses. And one of them is obviously the sense of the, the uh, nostalgic smell of, um, you know, homemade soup. So they uh, added, you know, aroma vapors onto the uh, soup label. And they also... Oh my gosh. I know they really want to enhance, uh, you know, a lot of those, um, a lot of those images that really attract the, like the the five human prime, uh, primary senses. And they also made their inanimate objects uh, smaller as well. So before they used to have a large uh, spoon, so they eliminated actually that spoon on it. And what it did was increase increase their sales uh, by twelve percent annually. So you look at the the number twelve, and you know it's not a big deal to most people. But if we were to look at their sales during yeah. that time, they were making annual sales in the seven to eight billions. So imagine uh, increasing your sales by twelve percent in that neighborhood. So you're looking in upwards of you know in the hundreds of millions to uh, potentially in the billion dollar range uh, simply by making that change based on brain studies and neuromarketing. So that is, that's amazing. So, mm -hmm. uh, so I guess what would be some, um, you know, I, 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 there's so many questions I want to ask you. Um, so <laughs> like, what would be a great way that if someone were saying, Oh my gosh, uh, like, where do I begin? Like, how does someone is, can someone self, analyze uh, their marketing to see if it fits with what their audience's sensitivities are, or their audience's triggers are? Uh, well, that's the thing is like, in order to do neuromarketing, uh, you know, you have to have a deep understanding of uh, pretty much the brain sciences, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, good places to start, um, as you mentioned, is um, to join or to uh, join near marketing communities um, also to learn and connect with near marketers um, you know one great place is on LinkedIn uh, for example um, you know you could uh, search Felix Kale in the search bar and uh, you know I'd be more than happy to connect with people um, on LinkedIn uh, the second thing is you know there's also um, courses available as well that's a good starting point to uh, to learn from and um, you know there's books and blogs um, that are out there as well that people could start to just get an idea and an introduction of, uh, you know, some of the concepts of neuromarketing, how it could be applied. And then um, from there, just to get an idea of how everything works. And of course, in order to um, take out the guesswork, because there's still, um, you know, a lot of things that come with uh, creating a very successful neuromarketing um, campaign. Um, so, uh, you know, that's, that's the other option is obviously to work with, um, you know, somebody that uh, is successful in their marketing and that has helped up uh, other companies, um, you know, boost their conversion rates and, uh, you know, change their, uh, bring their marketing to the next level. Mm. Um, so Felix, when, when somebody, when you work with somebody, mm -hmm. um, I mean, what does that typically um, like, is it really expensive to work with you or like who, who is a great client and, and, uh, what kind of budget should they, uh, prepare for? Or like, I, I guess, you know, someone's probably listening to our conversation, go, man, I'd right. love to work with this guy, but I'm nervous. He's going to charge me a lot of money. Yeah, perfect. That's actually a good question. So we actually operate according to what we call a sliding scale. Mm -hmm. So, it um, you know every the size of the company uh, whether small or or a really large company, you know our information it carries value based on how they're able to implement it, um, based on the value that they're able to give to 
their uh, customers and obviously the size of their uh, customer base as well. So, um, you know, we're, we, as we mentioned, you know, we're, um, we work with uh, small businesses, medium size and, and large businesses. And just by operating through a sliding scale model, um, you know, we're able to help businesses, um, you know, reach their level of success for their marketing, which could be a game changer for them. Mm. Um, and so um, in terms of, um, I guess, just best practices for mm. uh, if someone wanted to, gosh, it's a, so it's, it's uh, you know, I, I maybe it's uh, maybe some books uh, or any, something like that, that you could recommend to at least get the ball rolling. Is there right. anything that you've read that you're like, yeah, it's actually pretty good? Well, there's actually a lot of things that you're now that you mentioned a book. Um, it's very fascinating that you mentioned that because, um, you know, I'm actually in the process of writing one myself at the moment. Mm-hmm. So it would be, um, I think when it comes to learning something um, such as neuromarketing is to be able to explain things in terms of uh, simplicity, because, um, you know, a lot of people in terms of having a background of how the brain works, um, that's something that uh, is a field that a lot of people do not have a, a deep knowledge on, right? So, um, you know, finding books that are uh, explain things in a very simple uh, and fundamental terms, that's absolutely important just to get an introduction to, you know, the principles and concepts of uh, neuromarketing. And then mm-hmm. after that, um, understanding how some of those principles can be applied to um, you know, campaigns or other companies that have already leveraged it. And that way, it'll create some sort of gui- uh, guidelines and foundation of uh, in terms of its use cases. And then um, from there on, you know, you can look to see how that applies into your own situation as well. But there's you know, lots know, of books. If you Google, you know, neuromarketing books, yeah. there's, there's lots of phenomenal people that um, that uh, are very insightful in this as well. And as I mentioned, you know, like I'll be releasing my own book that will yeah. touch Who on. Who have you learned from? I mean, there's Robert Cialdini is, for example, mm-hmm. or Cialdini is one. That, Robert um, Cialdini. Yeah. So yeah. in Influence, Psychology of Persuasion, Persuasion, mm-hmm. you know, those are two books that I've read that are both Right. Persuasion. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, uh, Robert Cialdini is uh, excellent. He's a pioneer in that. Uh, also, uh, Roger Dooley as well is um mm-hmm. Somebody that's in the neuromarketing world, Martin Lindstrom, is uh, is another one as well. So you know, I can name a, a bunch of them, but the the ones that we just named are, um, you know, some of their books are get, get are you some, off to a good start. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so you do a free strategy call. Mm-hmm. Um, what 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 happens on that call? Do you do you do sure. a hard sell on them? <laughs> that is more just to get to know about their business. So yeah, um, yeah. Just mentioned earlier about our discovery call. We just yeah. We want to build that relationship uh, with our uh, the clients and the people that we work with, right? So yeah. a lot of it is this understanding their business and um, you know what goals they have and um, you know what are their problems and really um, diving into the real reasons of you know like why is their uh, marketing not uh, living up to the expectations and that's how we could um, start structuring their um, or crafting their marketing now so that it speaks to the primal part of the brain because that's what we're finding where a lot of the the marketing campaigns for businesses fall short. Short is oh, yeah. um, it's a failure of understanding, um, you know, the, how important or how much influence that primal part of the consumer brain has on their decision making process when it comes to buying. Yeah, and Felix, you've had some pretty good success. Um, you mm-hmm. have a decent book of business, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. what, what do you do to attract uh, new clients? Uh, I think it's just, you know, being authentic is number one, um, mm-hmm. associating yourself with, 
good people and and um and as you mentioned this going out there sharing tremendous amount of value and showing how you could uh help them get to them to where they want to uh want to go yeah excellent all right well felix ko uh just like the boxing ko you're mm-hmm. found at happy buying brain.com aside from the free call is there anything like any kind of content that you've created or any other things that that you would have someone take a look at yeah, absolutely so the one of the main goals in 2020 is to raise the awareness of near marketing mm-hmm. um, and how it could be um, you know the practical implication or applications of that is uh, you know can be game-changing in terms of the marketing results and that includes you know businesses that are small medium all the way through to large size businesses so um, uh, as you mentioned you know, one of the ways to learn is to, um, to, uh, to, well, one of the late ways is to, I have a blog on happybuyingbrain.com. So, yeah. um, you know, anyone who's interested in learning more about neuromarketing, feel free to subscribe. Um, also, uh, also, uh, the book that I'll be releasing as well in the, uh, you know, in the coming months will be a good mm-hmm. way to get introduced to the concepts of neuromarketing and how it could, uh, impact, you know, uh, brand growth and, uh, marketing success. Yeah. And um, also courses as well. So that's uh, something that I'm also in the process of of, um, of creating as well. And that'll be coming out in the coming months. Yeah. I mean, I should point out that your blog articles are actually pretty in-depth. I mean, they, mm-hmm. there's some really good content here. So uh, if you want to learn more about neuromarketing, um, just go to happybuyingbrain.com, click on blog, and, uh, and uh, Felix, you put together a pretty good library of some uh, fairly epic uh, articles around uh, different aspects of neuromarketing. How is your business losing if you're not using neuromarketing? Uh, what language does the primal brain understand when buying? Um, and uh, and more. So, oh, you talk about Black Friday. Yeah, there's yeah. a whole lot of neuromarketing going on in Black Friday. I can yeah, tell you. I think, I think that's the pinnacle of uh, neuromarketing oh. when it comes to that day. So, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah a lot of those sure. blog posts, they do go really in depth, and that's to give our readers a really good uh, grasp in terms of, you know, the power of uh, implementing neuromarketing into their own marketing campaigns. That's right. All right, Felix K.O., founder of the Happy Buying Brain on the web on the web at happybuyingbrain.com. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh. I definitely appreciate it. It was fun. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 
15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.